There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Howdy, Jamokes, and welcome in to the Josh Ennis Show. It's Josh and Scott. It is. How much did you drink yesterday there, bud? I didn't drink anything yesterday. But why? Because I drank too much Saturday. <laughs> I was hurting. Yeah. I had what did little... you do Saturday? Uh, we Last minute. We weren't going to do anything. We were sitting at home, and we got a call. They were going up to Maristar Casino. Yeah. When it wasn't to go to gamble, we were going to go drink. Well, we got there at like 8 o'clock. Next Why would you go to a casino to drink? It seems like that's an expensive move. It wasn't too bad. The circle bar isn't bad. I mean, I feel like you could have just gone to a hole in the wall somewhere, like that bar you went to the previous week where the dog was sitting on the, yeah. uh, well, on that the was, bar. That was pretty far away. <laughs> that was in the sticks. But no, we just decided to go there. We didn't gamble, but we drank. And next thing you know, it was 2 o'clock, and we went, damn. So you had a lot of booze. Yeah. I well, did not feel well. A lot of shots Saturday night, which see, never good. Last night was one of those scenarios where we also did a lot of shots. And um, I woke up this morning and I was in that weird state where I didn't know if I was hungover or still hammered. <laughs> That's always an interesting uh, like, predicament. What am I? What am I? I think I woke up Sunday like one-eyed. And I'm like, what's it going to be? And my head was just... Boom. Felt like, like oh. Nick Nolte at the beginning of North <laughs> Dallas 40. Yeah. Like you like just walking around in a haze and thinking of all the shots you took. It was bad. Go to the bathtub, open up a beer and just soak for a while. Oh, it was brutal. I don't know how you don't uh, drink during the Super Bowl, especially when it's, you know, watching the stupid Chiefs win again. Uh, you had no other choice but to get blitzed. So they get to the end of the game and I look over at... Uh, one of the friends that was there, and I said, if Mahomes throws this to Kelsey to win at the end of this game, I'm going to vomit. I'm yeah. literally going to throw up. Yeah. I'm so glad someone else caught the ball. <laughs> That's all. I, Listen, I, I hate that the Chiefs won, but as long as it wasn't Kelsey. Oh, my God. I just cannot stand that dude. Me like, neither. I just, he's just an idiot. I don't like him. I hate to be that way. I just don't like his personality. I don't hate to be that way. I love to dislike people for no reason. And this is one of those. I just I dislike him. I'm tired of the Chiefs. As I told you, I represent St. Louis. I don't represent Kansas City. And I don't like the fact that that schmuck uh, Clark Hunt, the owner over there, Nepo baby Clark Hunt over there. I don't like the fact that uh, oh, St. Louis needs the NFL. But then when the vote came to it, brother, you didn't vote for St. Louis to have the NFL. So screw you and the Chiefs and Kansas City as a whole. Up your nose with a rubber hose. He just figured he could make more money with everyone. Voting for his team. Correct. Oh, absolutely. I love all these Chiefs fans. I've been a Chiefs fan forever. No, you haven't. You were a Rams fan. Or you came from somewhere. Or you were a big red fan. Yeah, like, I get it. We're in an effed up situation where we've lost two football teams, which is damn near unheard of. So I get it. But don't sell your soul to the Chiefs. No. (laughs) And you wouldn't have until they started winning. Oh, yeah, they never admitted it. Oh, back when Lynn Elliott was missing kicks in the playoffs, you weren't Chiefs fans. Oh, but now you are because Patrick Mahomes is here. F the Chiefs. Fairweathers. All right, you can text us 314-514-5809. But right now, you can listen to Hot 80 Stevie Nicks. It's the edge of 17. 
KG95, Josh in a show. Hello! It's Josh and Scott. I was looking at the uh, nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. And I don't like getting worked up over this because I hate that discussion on sports radio about Hall of Fame. And I really hate the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because it becomes an argument about how they don't even put rock artists in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame anymore. They should call it the Pop Music Hall of Fame or whatever. But there are a couple of interesting nominees. Peter Frampton oh. is on there. Foreigner. Foreigner has not oh, yeah. uh, gotten in there yet. Cher. I don't know how Cher's not already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. My God, she's a goddess. Uh, Lenny Kravitz. He's good. Oasis. You like Oasis? All right. Dude, I tell you, though, that, uh, what was it? What's the Story Morning Glory? Yeah. Was that the album? Jeez. What's the Story Morning Glory? Oasis had some bangers, man. Um, I, I mean, look, like way into them. See, I like, I never got way into them. I got a buddy of mine who was super into particularly just Wonderwall. Like, that was his jam. But uh, I'm a big fan of, uh, you know, Don't Look Back in Anger. God, that's such a good song. <laughs> so Sally Conway, she knows it's too late as she's walking. Ah, why, ah. God, that's good. They just um, were too much like the Beatles for me. No, stop. They stop. were. Nah, that and he's a dick. Well, that's fine. There's a lot of dicks out there, Scott. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> There's a bunch of them. <laughs> There's a ton, so I can't just cherry pick. Uh, Ozzy is nominated. Now, for what it's worth, Sabbath is in. Ozzy as a solo artist is not. That's amazing to me, some of the artists that are in here multiple times. Like a couple of years ago, I saw Carol King got in. She's a two-time inductee into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It is no longer a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when Carol King is a two-time inductee into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, stop it. She's in there for her singing <laughs> and for her songwriting. I believe Carol King, bless her heart. I mean, my God. So far away. <laughs> like, that ain't rock and roll, man. Get out of here, that junk. But Cher, that is rock and roll. Half-breed, gypsies, champs, and thieves. <laughs> I think she said she didn't want to be in it. Didn't Did she? she make a comment like last year? I'll have to find it, but she was kind of like, what do I need? I don't need the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Dave Matthews Band, ooh. Sinead O'Connor. I couldn't tell you any Sinead O'Connor song other than Nothing Compares You. Scott, name another song by Sinead O'Connor. I couldn't. Me neither. But apparently she's a Rock and Roll Hall and of she Famer. She didn't even write that one. No, that was a Prince end <laughs> song. Right. Prince penned a couple of really good pop... That's not really a pop song, I guess. But Prince also wrote a song called Manic Monday that was performed by the hot-ass Bengals and Susanna Haas. All right, so for Next Gen Spin coming up here at 2.30, we're going to stick with this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame theme here. Here are your options, Scott, because Jane's Addiction is also nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh. So here's your two options for today's Next Gen Spin. All right. You get Jane's Addiction, Been Caught Stealing. Okay. Or Oasis, Cigarettes and Alcohol. Those are your options. I'm a big cigarettes and alcohol guy. That's a good jam, too. I mean, there's also a couple others from Oasis, but I'm going to go cigarettes and alcohol over champagne soup and Nova. Or, uh, you know, some of the other What other Jane's Addiction do we have? Not we, much. Been Caught Stealing is kind of it? Uh, essentially, yes. 
We've no got Jane that. Says. We got Jane Says. Would you prefer Jane Says over Been Caught Stealing? And what was the other one? Been Caught Stealing or that's, Jane Says? That's just those two. Yeah. Those I'd go are... Jane Says. Okay, so we're going to change it up. It's going to be Jane Says or cigarettes and alcohol. So text those in now, 314-514-5809, 314-514-5809. Jane's Addiction or Oasis? And here's what Cher said. I wouldn't be in it now if they gave me a million dollars. They can you-know-what themselves. Good. Good for her. Look at Cher standing up for herself. <laughs> I, like, I don't it. need no I'm turned on even more than I already was. She's got it together. Got it. Now I'm going to go and uh, I'm going to retreat to the men's room and watch the turn back time video <laughs> on loop until we come back for next gen spin. I wish I could turn back time and take that statement out of my head. It'll be there forever, buddy. So. Josh in the show. We do it every day at 2.30 or as close to it as we possibly can, where this is an opportunity to play songs we don't normally play on Casey. Generally speaking, those are songs that'll be anywhere from that 1995, 96 through the 2000s. But our two options today, one was a mid-90s song that would classify. That was from Oasis. And the other is Jane's Addiction, uh, which this song actually... Jane says is actually from like 1988. So yeah. it's not exactly a newer song, but it's certainly a song you don't hear much, at least in these parts, on this here radio station. And apparently people want to hear it because the winner of today's Next Gen Spin is Jane's Addiction. Yeah! Now you might want to write that down because um, at the end of the week, if you know all the Next Gen Spins, you will win tickets. This week's tickets are to the uh, big John Hewlett event, the life, death, and other scary things. You're going to win a pair of tickets to see that. It's life, death, and other scary things. An evening with John Hewlett hosted by Ron Stevens at Sheldon Concert Hall. That's the 29th of this month, so you can win your tickets, but you've got to know all five next-gen spins. So write this one down. First one of the week. By Scotty's request... And is voted on by you. Thank Jane's you. Jane's Addiction. Jane Says. It's Casey. Casey95, Jane's Addiction. It's Jane Says. Today's next-gen spin. Write it down. Uh, the reason why we got some Jane's Addiction in today is because we're looking at the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. Jane's Addiction on that list. I, I wouldn't put them in there. To me, I think you got to be a really big freaking deal. And not that Jane's Addiction isn't fine. But, like, if I compare them to Foreigner, right, and you just look at sheer volume of, of hits and records and everything else, and, like, Foreigner's not in there, put Foreigner in. Cher. I put Cher in over there. I mean, Foreigner would probably be before Jane's Addiction, but, I mean, <laughs> Foreigner's not even Foreigner. It's well, like, Luke, you know what I mean? Like, it's not the band that, I don't know. But it's not like they're looking at them now and saying... Like basing anything they're doing right now without Lou Graham, it's based on their catalog and everything they've done. So do they go back and get all the original members to show up? It's not like the oh, guys they can. that are playing Oh, yeah, here that, that, that would happen. Yeah, like I bet if, if they wanted to. Like if Lou Graham Lou wanted Graham, to right. join them. There's, there's been examples of it before where there are bands that have broken up or lead singers have gone away, but when they got in, they played. Like I want to say... Did Sammy... Because Van Halen's in, I believe. If not, they should be, but I'm fairly certain they are. And I think that Dave and Sammy played together at their Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. I think. That might be wrong. 
but somebody's a journey. I think Journey did that. Oh, did like I think Steve Perry, Perry there. So and like when they go up and accept the award, they're they're together. You know what I'm saying? It's not like we're going to see Foreigner in concert and it's some other slappy. You know that other slappy will be there at this. I'm sure if they got inducted, but I would assume that Lou Graham would be there as well because Lou Graham is foreigner. I agree. That's why when Lou Graham, who, by the way, uh, this year's Party Gras was announced, uh, I don't know if it's coming here or not, but the Party Gras with Brett Michaels, Lou Graham is going to be part of the Party Gras. Really? Yeah, so you get to hear the guy that sings all the foreigner songs. Of course, you'll also get to hear Foreigner at the Pig Roast as well. A lot of but foreigner. But not Lou Graham. So. And they're on their 14th year of their farewell tour. <laughs> I think. It will well, never he end. said it was going to be a long farewell tour. Dude, you know, you know who also, also kicks ass is Lenny Kravitz. I could have made a case. I don't know if we have any Lenny Kravitz, but I could have made a case for a Lenny Kravitz jam in there, too. I'm really tempted to play a Lenny Kravitz. I'm, I'm tempted to double up. I'm tempted to double up on next-gen spins today. All right. I'm tempted by it. Let me see here. I'm, I think I'm going to do it. I think you're, I'm going to do it. Go for it. I think so, because Marty's gone and his headspace is already out because he's going to hunt the geese oh. for the next couple days. So uh, I think we're going to go with uh, I'm gonna go with American Woman. So write this one down, too. We're doubling up on the next gen. So it'll be today. six total at the end of the week yes. to win these tickets. You will have to know all of them. So let me do this to make it official. The Josh Innes Show presents the next generation of classic rock. And what I can tell you about Lenny Kravitz... Is that man bang Lisa Bonet? So good for him. <laughs> and now, Jason Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> she gets around. Hey, let me tell you something. She's had some very powerful peens. <laughs> some big time peens in there. Not to mention Cosby. Oh, yeah. wait, did I say that? Oh, I don't know that that's true, Scott. <laughs> Probably. Allegedly. <laughs> she was asleep. Yeah. <laughs> if you're asleep and does Cosby's on top of you, does it count? <laughs> I don't know how that works. All right. Uh, so let's do one more next-gen spin. Why not, hell? So write this one down. It's a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nomination edition of Next Gen Spin, and it's Lenny Kravitz doing the Guess Who. Don't actually guess who. It's the band, the Guess Who. American Woman, KC95. Howdy, Jamokes. Welcome in to the Josh and his show. Super Bowl yesterday. Deadpool trailer drop, or was that Deadpool 3? The only uh, movies of Ryan Reynolds that anybody sees. <laughs> I actually like Ryan Reynolds. Well, I, I did, but like, I feel like his whole shtick is just kind of lazy. Like this kind of blase, don't really care, play the same character in every movie. Kind of like a modern day Chevy Chase, if you will. Like, yeah. Just like he's Fletch in every movie. He's basically Fletch. And the second Deadpool wasn't that good, so maybe I'll see the third, maybe not. So I'll the trailer it. for Twisters. Yeah. I, Hot damn. We got another Twister coming, baby. I'm not going. Why? Helen Hunt's not in. Oh. Well, who knows? Maybe she'll pop up. Maybe she'll do a cameo. I hope. I mean, I, would I can think only she dream. Would. I, I don't know what the plot of this movie is. I don't know. Somebody's got to be somebody's kid. Or I would something, imagine. Right? But I they would didn't imagine. Explain that. No. I mean, look. It's it's kind of like I don't really need a ton of explanation. It's Twister. And I'm going to see Twister. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. There's tornadoes. <laughs> I mean, tornadoes. I'm ready to go, baby. <laughs> Give me some Twister. Uh, I would imagine Helen Hunt would pop up in there somewhere. Obviously, Bill Paxton will not because right. he is. Chasing tornadoes in that big Kansas empty field in the sky. 
so he will not be with us. Or, depending on which Bill Paxton you like, he might also be having a greasy pork sandwich from a dirty <laughs> ashtray. Served in a dirty ashtray. Who does? It, it depends on your Bill Paxton. He could be having sex with three different women that he's married to, if you believe that in, was like, a good show. Big love. Yeah. Just it just depends on your Bill Paxton, man. Terminator. He was in Terminator. He's one of the thugs in the beginning. And, it, look, he could be trying to take down, like, cyborgs and stuff. You don't know. <laughs> it just depends on... Really, it's up to you to determine which Bill Paxton is your Bill Paxton. All of them. Bill Jonas went out and got some corporate sponsors. <laughs> Dorothy. Dorothy. <laughs> Ah, yeah. It's not your dad, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, he's not up there, Joe. <laughs> he's not in there, Joe. <laughs> Come home, Joe. Love hey, you. Uh, Meg, where'd you get all this beef? <laughs> See those cows outside? No. Oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, God, that, I love that movie so much. As I've told you, I saw it like 11 times at the theater in Poplar Bluff because it was the only movie we had. you got to go down there and see Twisters. I do. <laughs> well, that theater's get... closed now. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Darn. Could, maybe they can open it back up for one day. That'd be nice. And let's just show Twister so I can relive my childhood <laughs> of seeing Twister 11 times that summer. Because it was the Milk Duds and Popcorn. That's yeah, it. then we're going to do that. And we're going to watch Twister, the original, and then maybe the sequel. Oh, see, that'd be cool to watch them back to back like ah, that. See, now I'm excited. On a, oh, yeah, it'd be fun to watch Twisters on a drive-in movie screen. Oh, yeah. Because then you see that the screen would be trippy. Ah, I'm excited for new <laughs> Twister. I don't get excited about things. I don't know if you knew this about me. I'm not a very excitable person, but I'm very excited about new Twister. All right, 314-514-5809. 314-514-5809. That is how you text the show. We also have a sports coming up for you here in just a few minutes. Some particular numbers from the Super Bowl that you might be interested in. We'll do that. F Kansas City. That's all I have to say about it today. Kiss my ass, Chiefs, Kansas City, Taylor, Travis, all of you bastards. All right, so Super Bowl was won by the Chiefs. Boo. And uh, one thing that did not happen is the conspiracy theory that uh, Taylor Swift was going to be proposed to by Travis Kelsey. And then in unison, they were going to announce their support of Joe Biden. That did not happen. So they don't need to announce it. We know. See, I disagree, and I'll tell you why. Because I think a lot of these celebrities publicly say what they have to say to, you know, maintain their status. But anybody who's rich, and I'm not political, I don't, whatever. But anybody who's rich should not want to vote for people who say things like, well, we need to take more money from rich people and tax them more. Because in theory, if you have all sorts of money, don't you want to keep more of that? And generally speaking, who are the political candidates that like to stump and pound the ground on uh, rich people are just too damn rich? But neither of them do that. Both sides never take anything from the rich. I get that, but why would you want to uh, run the risk? Because they I'm got saying. no balls, Josh. Well, but nobody knows who you vote for when you actually go in there, Scott. You this publicly just say, I su I'm supporting this candidate, and then you can go behind the scenes, vote for whoever the hell you want. Why do we have to lie? Because people get angry when you tell them the truth. <laughs> truth hurts. So uh, looking at some of the texts that are coming in, you said F Kansas City. That tells me you bet against them, bad boy. No, actually, no. I, uh, I didn't bet on a side in the game. I took a bunch of prop bets. I just hate the Chiefs, and I hate Clark Hunt, 
the owner, Nepo Baby. I hate them all because we don't have football here in Kansas City does. And before you say, oh, ever, just know that if there was a scenario where the Royals left Kansas City, I mean, they're basically not there anyway. They're worthless. But if Kansas City lost the Royals, do you think those Royals fans would come over here and be Chiefs or Cardinals fans? Hell no, they wouldn't. So I'm not going to sit there and root for the freaking Chiefs. We don't have football here. We got great sports fans here. We sell out all these venues. Three million people for the Cardinals every year. The Blues always fill the place. Uh, soccer setting damn records. Uh, the the uh, Battle Hawks put in 35,000 for, you know, this football league that nobody even knows exists. 35,000 people go to those games. You want me to kiss Kansas City's ass? They would not... And take a leak on St. Louis sports teams if they were on fire, and you want me to come over here and kiss their ass? You kiss my ass. No, thank you. But that said, I did not bet on either side in the game, but the overtime helped me out a lot because I had um, I had a rushing and receiving prop for McCaffrey, which hit in overtime. I had uh, some passing or receiving yards that hit in overtime. And if this Dingleberries, uh, Kittle would have caught one more pass, I could have had a hell of a day. Well, really, if he caught two more passes, that's all I needed. If this Dingus would have caught two more passes, I would have had a massive day yesterday. But as is, it wasn't I'd massive. blame Purdy on that one. Someone's got to throw in the ball. He can't, can't throw it to himself. Exactly. So, Purdy, you're a schmuck, too. <laughs> I almost took the 49ers just to have some skin in the game, but I'm like, nah, because somehow this damn Patrick Mahomes is going to find a way to win. And I knew when they got the field goal at the end. I said, well, it's over. Here's another fair thing to bring up. Why not kick in overtime and take the ball second? Right? So you know what you have to do. Either way, you're getting the ball because that's how the new overtime rule in the playoffs works is both teams are guaranteed to get the ball unless the game ends on a defensive score. So, oh, so with a touchdown, I didn't see that. So No, if, that's the new rule. So okay, both teams that. were guaranteed to get the ball, oh. even if they scored a touchdown. So there was no reason for San Francisco to take the ball first. Give it to Kansas City, try to stop them, hold them to the field goal, then you do to them what they did to you. It's like college football, how the overtime works in college football is uh, basically you always, if you win the toss, play defense first so you know what you have to do. I would have, I would have kicked... I would have given them the ball. No matter what, you're getting it. The, like, if you kick it. Now, here, now, here's another point. If you take the ball first in that overtime, you can only lose. You can't win because if you take it first, you could, in theory, throw a pick six and the game's over. If you're playing defense first, you can only win. You can't lose. So... I thought that was stupid on their part. But this this Shanahan always finds a way to blow it. He's right up there on that long list of losers. And I don't know if these people are losers or if Mahomes is just a freaking winner. He's a stud. But, like, the Jamoke from the Bills, the coach and the quarterback, they're just losers. They just they, And not that they're bad people, but they're losers by the very definition of the word. They don't win. They don't win the big game. Same with this Shanahan. Of course, he was the offensive coordinator Baltimore. for 28-3. Baltimore, oh, Baltimore uh, Jackson, he can win all the MVPs he wants. He's a loser. He's a loser by the very definition of the word loser. He does not win the big games. Mahomes is a winner by the very definition of it. He wins these games, Brady. period. Winner. Story. Yes. There you go. And that's sports on Casey. <laughs> We're going to have some pig roast tickets here in about 10 minutes. Tickets to give away for Pig Roast featuring Sticks and Foreigner and John Waite, one of our favorites. And Scotty. All, 
All you have to do is guess what candy is in Scott's mouth right now. Go ahead. Here, do this. Let's try this. Take a bite of that right. candy you have there. Hold on now. Now, you guys can also ask questions about You get one question about the candy. And if you get it right, you win the tickets. If not, we move on to the next person who can also ask a question, and we'll see if they get it right. All right. <clears throat> All right. So here you go, Scott. Take a bite of that candy. What's in Scotty's mouth? All right. Let's hear you here. Yeah. Sell it there a little bit. There you go. Notice he's smacking a little bit there. That should be a hint. All right, let's see. It is a candy, though. I'll give you that. It is a candy. KC95, hello. Who's this? How you doing? It's Chris. Good, Chris. Uh, do you know what's in Scotty's mouth? <laughs> uh, do I have to ask questions? Yes or no? Or is that how that you, can, you can ask one question uh, as it relates to the candy. It's a candy. I'll tell you that. But you can ask one question related to the candy. Yes or no works. Like okay, are there peanuts in it? No, I don't think technically there are. They're not. No, okay. No, so take a guess. I'm going to say Kit Kat. No, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. That is incorrect, <clears throat> sir. Moving on. Now, it is important. Now, that was a good question. It is a good question. But technically, there are not peanuts in this. Not whole. KC95, <laughs> hello? One question. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Ask a question about what's in Scotty's mouth. Does it have nuts? Ah. Uh, well, we just did that. You need to listen. You get buzzed. <laughs> KC95, hello? Hello. Hey, hey what's in Scotty's mouth? Um, can I, do I get to ask a question too? Yeah, go ahead. Is it chocolate? Yes. Uh, uh, a Reese's peanut butter cup. Ah! Good job. You. Who's this? Dominic Nagel. Well, you have won tickets to Pig Rose, sir. Congratulations. You'll be seeing Sticks and Foreigner and John Waite. Hell yeah. All right, I'll put you on hold. How about that? What's in Scotty's hole? So I feel bad because, like, there are peanuts in it, but they're it's But there are not peanuts. There yeah, are not peanut peanuts. Butter. It's peanut butter. Yeah. So I'm sorry. That is not correct. How do you make peanut butter? I, you do something involving nuts, I think, but I'm not <laughs> I sure. Crush I don't know. Do I look like George Washington Carver? I don't know how you make peanut butter. Jeez. All I know is that it was peanut butter. It wasn't peanuts. <laughs> It's Jiffy. <laughs> or Jiff. Uh, Jiff is the best. Moms like you choose Jiff. God, that's a, that is such a good treat, the Reese's Peanut Butter oh, Cup. That's good. Well, now you guess what it was in Scott's hole. So now, tomorrow, I'll eat something else. There you go. All week long, what's in Scott's hole? That will win you <laughs> tickets to Pig Roast. May not always be candy, either. <laughs> Josh in a show. It's Josh and Scott. What's up? You know, I'm a little bit annoyed today that there's basically nobody at work. Like the parking lot's empty. And I'm guessing because it's the day after the Super Bowl. That's I, that's the obvious answer. It says, hey, it's the day after the Super Bowl. People are maybe hungover. They party too hard. They took the day off. Their Chiefs fans are celebrating. Listen. My ass doesn't remember going to sleep last night. I had a lot of beer and shots, but I rolled out of bed at 7.30, took my dog for a walk, took him to daycare, got up here into the sports radio show. Now I'm back here at 2 o'clock doing this. 
If you're gonna go out there and you're gonna do the the, 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 the damages, you're gonna go out there and you're gonna get hammered and everything else, you gotta be able to get yourself to work on Monday. Damn it. If I have to be here, I don't see no Marty Lincoln here. <laughs> I don't see no damn Tommy Mattern in here. I don't see none of them. But here I am. I'm at work. <laughs> We're you're the at schlubs. work. We're the dummies that decided, hey, I'll come into work still buzzing from last night. <laughs> when I woke up this morning, I did not know if I was still drunk or if I was hungover. That's the kind of night I had last night. And these jamokes, they don't even have to come to work. I don't like it. I'm walking around. It's a ghost town. Just the dummies like you and I that decided to come to work today. Apparently, we should have taken the day off. That's why they hired us, because they knew we were dumb. They're like, we knew you were stupid, but we didn't know you were stupid <laughs> enough to come to work the day after the Super Bowl. I didn't know it was an option to take it off. Apparently, it is for Tommy and Martin Link Jr. Yeah, first, he golfs without us. Yeah. Then he takes the day off. Yeah, now he's going to go kill some geese down in Tennessee or something. I was talking with him today. He was explaining... He's just killing these geese for fun. This isn't even, I don't know, I guess you can't eat geese. I don't know how it works. But he's going to go down there and kill some geese for sport. We're losers. Yeah. Look at us. No, we're just the dumb. We're the dummies. <laughs> She's the dummy. That's us. We're just sitting here like a bunch of jamokes coming to work. <laughs> Shame on us. Oh, man. So, yeah. Got a uh, text from someone here uh, about the Twister sequel. My theory on the new Twister movie is from what I hear, it's supposed to be Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt's kids take over while they're running the lab. If you remember from the end of the movie, they got Dorothy to fly, so all that money got used to run a lab. Again, that's just my theory. That's his theory for what's going to happen in the new Twister movie. I mean, that's the obvious move whenever they try to reboot a series is you take some of the original people, say they had kids... And right. then just remake the first freaking movie, which is all this is going to be. In the trailer, Dorothy was in there. Like, so I wonder if this is just a remake of it then. I wonder if they're going to attach, like, even the story of Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton or Joe oh, and Bill. I don't think it's a reboot or a remake. But they I mean, didn't why say would there that. be Dorothy in there? Like, I would imagine with all the new technology they have, they wouldn't need Dorothy anymore. And maybe I'm looking too deep here, but it's 2024. That was 1996. Technology has changed. They don't yeah, need to throw a bunch of these little balls in a little trash can and fly it into a, a bunch of iPhones. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> also, more sequel conversation. Uh, Kevin Bacon was asked if he'd like to star in a Footloose sequel. Why? Well, that's what Kevin Bacon said. Oh, really? That, okay. Yeah, so uh, the gal on the podcast said that... Um, there was another Footloose, but it was a remake, or it was a remake, the 2011 right. one with what's-her-name in it, Julianne, Julianne Huff. Huff. Okay. So that was a remake. They're talking about a sequel. So the person in the podcast with him says, so you'd be like the John Lithgow in this movie. To which Bacon says, so I'm the guy banning dancing? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that'd yeah. be dumb. She says, uh, you're not banning dancing, but you're older. You've raised your own. Maybe your kids are in high school. I feel like that's the sequel, like it's your son, which is all these movies are. Is, is, that, just, is the gal still alive, the redhead that he dated? I don't know. What was her name? I don't remember, but I would also guess that maybe they wouldn't have to have her involved in it, but maybe they did get married. Now their kids are off dancing. It sounds like a terrible idea. At least Kevin Bacon has the foresight to realize that that sounds stupid. Willard's dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sarah Jessica Parker doesn't even look the same. No. I, 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 that's dumb. Yeah. You can't really, do it. I, Just, I, don't, I don't need another... Lithgow's still alive, right? 
Yeah, I guess he is. And Diane Weist. Yeah, Diane Weist is still alive. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so they could be in it if they I did. I mean, they're like ninety, but I mean, you're kind of talking me into this now <laughs> with all the people who are alive. I'm I want to see like, where these people are. I want to see where are they now. I want an update on everybody from Footloose. How are things going in Beaumont? <laughs> then and now. I want a then and now of everybody in Beaumont. But boy, Twister 2 is going <laughs> You're down. kind of talking. I know. I'm, I'm, I think I'm talked to Kevin Bacon. I think we need to make this happen. <laughs> I'm in. And I also need Michael J. Fox to come back for another Team Wolf. Maybe they could do Dancing with the Stars in Footloose. There, there you go. You've See? solved it. Now we've done it. Because, I mean, what town is going to outlaw dancing in 2024? Is I mean, there any towns that do now? I don't know. They There's dry terrible. counties and stuff, so maybe there is. That's stupid. I don't want to go. I've talked myself out of the movie again. No more Footloose 2 Electric Boogaloo. I'm with you. I'm out. All right, uh, but Twister 2, I'm here for. I'm looking. I got to go back and rewatch the trailer. I was really hammered last night, so I'm going to go rewatch it and I'll give you an update on that in a second. Fair enough. All right, I've watched the, Tris, uh, the Twisters trailer and uh, I'm here for it, brother. Hook it up. Hook it up. I can't wait for this movie. I just went from six to midnight. I'm that excited. <laughs> I'm ready for that, baby. Uh, now, some texts are coming in. Uh, Rich Rose says, um, Scott, you don't want any of Helen Hunt. She looks like the Crypt Keeper now. And then there she is, Scott. I mean, I mean, bless her heart. Like, I mean, wow. She does look rough. She, I mean, she was never hot. But according to you, she was. I thought so. Nah, well, you're the only one. You're the only I mean, person yeah, out there that thinks Helen. I mean, she's 60. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Cher is like 111. Looks great. Helen Hunt is 60 and does not look great. She never looked great, though. You have a weird taste in these uh, these 90s broads. I'm not saying I like wanted to marry her. Yeah, you did. You, I, dude, you've always spoken of your gonna... affinity. You have spoken of your affinity for Helen Hunt. Don't backtrack now that you've seen what she looks like as an old gal now. You know what you said. I you just said I was going to have a Helen Hunt party. It's all I said. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to watch movies. I mean, it looks like what somebody... women want. Uh, looks like somebody's already used her poor face as a pinata. <laughs> looks like she got hit by a twister. I think it did. Like that cow hit her in the face. Bless her heart. My God, Helen Hunt. Yeah, she's gotten, she's aging. Oh, and people are getting all angry about uh, Twister 2. Jeez. What, they don't want it? No, they're all yelling at me on the, the text. That movie's going to suck ass. You suck ass! Tired of everybody. Like everybody says, I'm Mr. Negative. I'm trying to be positive about something. Twisters looks awesome. And everybody, oh, no, Twisters you looks terrible. You look terrible. Would you, you look like Helen yourself, Hunt. Would you consider yourself a storm watcher? No, they're frightening. I have no interest oh, in see, it. See, I'm, I'm like one of those. My, my kids make fun of me. They call me the Midwestern dad because I'll sit at the front doors. The clouds are rolling in. I'm <laughs> That's like, you. Yeah, yeah. looks like it's going to rain. <laughs> <laughs> it looks nasty over there. That's you. That's me. That is you. I like that stuff. But I do like a good storm. But, I mean, tornadoes. I don't understand the appeal of chasing them. You're real stupid if you do that. Now, if I was in a car, I'd feel better. But I'm not going to drive right at it either. But I could get close enough to, like, stop. I, I want to see one. I've I never seen one. Have you ever seen one? Uh, tornado? Yeah. No, but there was when I first moved back here. Actually, a couple months into when we moved back here, there was a big storm that blew through when we were in Fenton. We were picking up our dog in Fenton, 
and the tornado alarms went off. Like, it was creepy, and I think the tornado actually went through Valley Park, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it was scary as hell, man. I don't F with tornadoes. <laughs> I don't F with that. You can, you can have that. Because that kind of stuff, like, I've lived through hurricanes and stuff, and that's creepy, too. But tornadoes, they just pop up out of nowhere, and then boom, over. You're I don't done. like it. Then before you know it, you know, you're just like that Joe, and her dad gets blown away, and it's a whole damn deal. Killing yourself ain't going to bring your back. He's not going to bring your dad back, Joe. <laughs> Look what's right in front of you. What's in front of me? Yeah. Me, Joe. <laughs> me, Joe. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. God, people are so just angry about this Twister 2. Sequels blow in general, dude. You know you know what? I might block you. I don't like you. <laughs> I have sequels the, don't blow. Rocky, I mean, come on. I mean, Rocky 3 is better than any of the Rocky movies. Rambo. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors is better than all of them. Don't tell me that sequels blow. Lethal Weapon 3, Dude, 4. Lethal Weapon 2. Yeah. Lethal Weapon 2 is better than the first Lethal Weapon. Diplomatic community. <laughs> it's just been revoked. So don't tell me sequels suck. You suck. I don't need your junk. I can, go to, I, I, I can light up my text line right now. 314-514-5809. With people telling me sequels that were better than the original. And there are plenty of them. Plenty of sequels better than the original. So don't tell me that sequels suck. Because they don't. Some do, like Teen Wolf 2. That one sucked. <laughs> Did you like my picture I sent you last night? Yes. <laughs> Blow drying his hair. Yeah, we send each other weird gifts at you know midnight when we're hammered. <laughs> I was sober. I saw a van driving through this morning when I was on my way to the station. And I sent you a picture of it. And on the back, it was like, government lies. And then it said, Biden's stupid or something. I forgot what it was. And I sent it to Scott. And I was like, you could surf on the top of this van like Team Wolf. I think you asked me if I bought a minivan. <laughs> Did you buy this van? Is this your van? No, I'm buying a Camry. <laughs> uh, I could see you doing the surfing USA on top of that oh, uh, yeah. van with your know, Biden blows on the back of it. That <laughs> would be Biden you. mobile. The F Biden mobile. Hey, these waves are mine. That'll be you. <laughs> While doing flips to I'm proud to be an American. God bless the USA. You're doing backflips up there like a teen wolf. Oh my God. <laughs> it's classic. Far too deep into this sequels argument with this Jamoke that's texting. If you want to text, 314 514 5809. So here's, okay. So the argument against sequels that this guy was making was that they all suck, right? And then, of course, you mentioned the worst sequels ever, most of which are from the 80s. And most 80s sequels, a lot of them did suck, right? I think sequels have evolved into being better now. Like, a lot of times with these superhero movies, and etc., those movies, the sequels are actually better than the originals a lot of the time, you know? But uh, what about Jaws 2 and Speed 2 and Caddyshack 2 and Major League 2 and Little Fockers? Well, here's the thing about Little Fockers. You skipped the actual first sequel, which was Meet the Fockers, which was outstanding. With Barbara Streisand and what's his Dustin name? Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Have you ever known me to turn down a chimney? Like, these are, <laughs> that's a great movie. Uh, so I disagree with you there. See, now you're, again, now here's what I agree with him on. I'm seeing the text come in. Hangover. I think both of the sequels to The Hangover sucked. Yeah. Because they were basically the same movie over and over again, except in a different location. Like, basically, The Hangover 2 was The Hangover, but in Thailand. 
and it was awful. Beverly Hills Cop 2 was good. I thought so, too. 3, not so much. No, 3 was not good, but you know what's going to be good? Beverly Hills Cop 4. Axel F. We're just hanging tight. We're just hanging on for it. When it happens, it's going to be great. Um, Rocky 3, we mentioned, is oh, great. God, Godfather yeah. 2. Now, I've never seen it because I don't care for The Godfather. Oh, it's fabulous. I get it, but it's just one of those things I never got into, but it is widely recognized that that is better than the original by many. Terminator 2. Great. Judgment Day. Thank Great you very movie. much. That's a killer movie, man. That movie kicks all the ass. Trying to think of like the best. I mean, you know, Lethal Weapon. We mentioned that. Like, Lethal Weapon two, killer. Sequel. They had four of them. I know. And now, they're again, doing five. Not all of them were good, but the second one was certainly. <laughs> they were all watchable. Like well, they sure. were terrible. Uh, Better than most four. Film uh, kind guess. of, but the second one was just a great movie. Yeah, I mean, just spectacular. And they're on the toilet, and he's like, "Roger, we gonna go one, two, and or one, two, three, and or like <laughs> one, two, <laughs> three. <laughs> <laughs> the toilet comes flying uh, out the window, hits the police car outside. Uh, God, that's good stuff. Hot damn. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it a lot. Anyway. We need to find a list of best sequels of all time. I bet you there'll be some good ones but, and some crappy ones. Oh, I'm, I will guarantee you that. But uh, I'm going to, I mean, look, we'll, we'll get into it. Look, we got other, I got to play music for a second. But anyway, I don't know why I rang that bell. I'm just excited. <laughs> Dinner time. I don't know. All right, Skinner. Now it's Casey. Casey 95, Josh Ennis Show. Um, did get a text uh, that Grease 2 is better than Roadhouse 2. <laughs> we haven't even seen Roadhouse 2 yet. I, uh, look, I'm here for Grease 2 as well. If I Look, I think Grease 2 at moments is better than Grease 1. And I think musically, it is a better movie. There's good songs in Grease, don't get me wrong. But there's none of them that compare to Cool Rider. Cool Rider it's is a good jam. One. What I, is this list you have over here? Uh, this is a different one I'm looking at now. Um, Just different sequels that uh, people consider to be good. Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars. I got another take. Don't like Star Wars at all. I know, Any of the Star Wars stuff is just not for me. Lord of the Rings. Don't like it. The Dark Knight. Okay, now let me tell you about Batman. An underrated movie is Batman Returns. And a lot of people kind of dismissed it early on because it was so much darker and that was the big controversy about it is it was kind of darker than 1989 Batman. Batman Returns was a little bit darker. And so a lot of people kind of dismissed it in 92. But if you go back and rewatch it, it's very good. Like, it's a really good movie. I, I'll take that one. It might be. Look, I don't know that there's any movie ever that's better than Batman 1989. It's perfect. So maybe. But uh, other than Back to the Future, which is also a perfect film. If you consider films about borderline incest and time travel to be perfect, then it's perfect. Back to the Future, Evil Dead. Evil Dead 2. You said you haven't seen that? No. Uh, you have homework tonight. No, 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 no. I was doing a line from a movie. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. That was from um, uh, High Fidelity. Top Gun, Maverick. Was uh, awesome. I have not seen that yet. Oh, it's But I'm also phenomenal. not as big on Top Gun as you are. Like, that's one of those that I've always found to be overrated as the original. Like, the original just never really did it for me. I like the second one better than the first really? one. Really? Look at you. Yeah. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Got another. Take. I mean, he found the Holy Grail for God's sake. I don't really like Indiana Jones either. Oh my God! There's a lot of these the movies. Later, that, these later ones have been bad. It's fine. I just never got into Indiana Jones. It was just one of those things that wasn't for me. So I don't know what to tell you, Scott. I'm not perfect. You, you're not. Look, there was only one perfect gentleman. They nailed him to a tree. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, that's terrible. Well, that's what happened. I know. I mean, look, I wasn't you're there, but I've facts. heard. I've heard the stories about it. 
Kill Bill, Volume 2. That's a good one. Yeah. Did you like the Kill Bill movies? They were all right. They're not my favorite of the Tarantino films, but um, it was good. Shrek 2. Hey, Shrek 2 was good. And the thing is, like, I think there used to be a stigma with sequels where you, like, it was just understood they'd be bad because, as this person said, and he's not wrong, a lot of times sequels that would come out in the 80s in particular, a lot of them were bad. They were just awful movies. But I think the sequel game has changed, especially with, like, the, the comic book universe and other trilogies and stuff, and sequels have gotten much, much better. I'm very disappointed that I'm not seeing Rocky on any of these lists. Now, come on. Yeah, Let's get down to reality. Well, Rocky 2 is not very good. Rocky 2 is... I thought it was great. It was basically Rocky 1, except somehow he's dumber, but with more money. Rocky 3 is outstanding. Rocky 4 is very good. Rocky, I thought Rocky 5 was good, but most it people was. did not. But I did. I thought it was. I think Rocky Balboa is a great movie. Uh, text, Smokey and the Bandit 3 sucked. But who cares? But, like, the thing is, Smokey and the Bandit 2 didn't. Smokey and the Bandit 2 was a rip-roaring good time. Smoking the Man at 3 was one of the worst movies possibly ever made. You're Christmas Vacation. Chris, see, people forget that Christmas Vacation is not only a sequel, it is a second sequel in a series there. I actually liked uh, Vegas Vacation, too, myself. I thought it had some, <laughs> it had some was, moments, I, didn't it? It had some moments. I like that one. Actually, and you know what? European Vacation, I know. I think people sleep on European Vacation. Oh, that's a good one, too. They had great lines in that movie. Look, kids, Big Ben, Parliament. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Jilly will swear by it that Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey is better than Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I disagree, but she will die on that hill. She's willing to do it. <laughs> She's willing she to is willing to. Sword, she huh? will die on that hill that Bogus Journey is better than the original Bill and Ted. I guess you could. You really couldn't call like Rocky and Lethal Weapon sequels. They're franchises, but they are. But, but they're sequels. But they though. are sequels. Yeah, yeah they're, they're sequels. That, that works. So. Back to the Future 2, oh, which is fabulous. fine. I actually like Back to the Future 3 better than Back to the Future 2. That's another hill that I will die on. See, a lot of people, especially you know, when you were of age, when you were a kid, the future one was a lot cooler than the Old West. I love Back to the Future I 3. I did, too. The 2 for me was weird because they were replaying everything from 1. Like yeah. They, it was just kind of odd. Yeah, I didn't like it. I mean, I like it. I mean, of course. But I did just I don't like it as much as Part 3. I but like I Part you. 3 more because it was just a straight-up movie. There wasn't, as you noted, constant, well, now I'm in 1955, and now I'm in 1985, and, like, all this. I don't want to, look, the space-time continuum messes with me. <laughs> we'll come back to this alternate reality. Yeah. And we skewed into this <laughs> tangent, creating an alternate 1985. <laughs> That Biff. What Biff a POS. Tannen. Biff Tannen. He's a real POS, that Biff. Mad Dog Tannen. Buford Mad Dog Tannen. Nobody <laughs> calls me Mad Dog. <laughs> Listen, he want a bullet in your back. Listen, you're yellow. <laughs> you better run, squirrel. You better run, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> How much did he have? One. <laughs> and he didn't even touch that yet. <laughs> what do you mean, just one? <laughs> Oh, goodness. All right. What do you got over there? Uh, I got nothing to report on traffic, oh, but it's brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store, work western, hiking, biker, and fashion. Fenton, St. Peter's, chucksboots.com. Casey Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service, heating, cooling, and installation. Triple the heat and save 10, 15, or even 20% off a new furnace. For details and a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. 32 for the low tonight. Going to get a little chilly, but up to 54. Uh, mostly sunny tomorrow, and the current temperature is 47 degrees. How about that? Now, like that? I'm going to do the dumbass of the day uh, coming up, and it's, spoiler, there is a dead baby involved. Oh. But 
I think the baby's dead. But the way this baby got dead was makes the mother the dumbass. Of the, look, it sounds far more morbid than it is. Just follow me here. I'll have it for you in the dumbass of the day. Just stick with me. All right, stay there. The Josh and his body. All right, now. This is a story that involves a baby dying. So I will give you ample warning there. But the woman responsible for the death of this baby is a dumbass. How, though? What did she do? Well, a mother of a one-month-old baby put the baby in an oven. What? All right, okay. Terrible. But the reason that she put the baby in the oven is what makes her a dumbass, okay? Prosecutors say police were told that the mother was, quote, putting her child down for a nap and accidentally placed the child in the oven instead of a crib. Now, there is a 0% chance that that is true. Zero. I don't care how hammered you might be, high you might be, drunk you might be, it does not matter. You are not mistaken an oven with a baby crib. So she put this baby in the oven deliberately. But the idea that this was her alibi in this is, well, I, look, I mistook the oven for a baby crib. I don't think you did. That's insane. Correct. There's no, there, like, if you hear that story, there is a 0% chance that's true. Because if it was true, let's just say on the, because the baby's dead. So you killed this baby no matter what. The baby's dead. If that's true, you're completely unfit to do anything in life anyway. Like, you should just be locked up forever if you somehow mistook an oven. Now, think about the logistics of this. So a baby crib, generally speaking, is like a little cage, a little playpen almost, you know, and you just drop a baby into the hole in the in the bed. An oven requires you to open a door. There's no such thing as a crib that has a pull-down door like an oven. As far as I know, I don't have a baby. So, how did the baby die then? Did they turn the oven on? Correct. Oh, my God. So that means that once you mistook in, in this, if, if we're here to deal with this on its surface, if we're to believe you, not only did you mistake the oven for a crib, you then mistook the crib to have knobs that turned on the oven. I, I, it's I, a horrible story. I, it's a terrible story. I told you it was a dark, terrible story. But... The idea that she was putting her child down for a nap and accidentally placed the child in the oven instead of the crib, there is a 0% chance that's how this happened. She killed the baby and she put the baby in the oven on purpose. And that's her... And if somehow her. anybody believed that, got some oceanfront property for you, brother. Arizona, because that ain't happening. Oh, my That Lord. is no way true. She should be placed in an oven of her own. Yeah, well... She's been charged with first-degree child endangerment resulting in the death of a child. Uh, what? She should be charged with first-degree murder? Yes. Child endangerment? She put a baby in the oven. Oh, I'm pissed. I, dude, it's a terrible story, and I told you it was. What an idiot.
We appreciate all the first responders who worked the scene and the prosecutors who went to the scene in order to issue these charges. Uh, we acknowledge the gruesome nature of this tragedy, and our hearts are weighted by the loss of this precious life. We trust the criminal justice system to respond appropriately to these awful circumstances. Well, I would hope so, or they're dumbasses too. There ain't no way in hell. This was in Kansas City, by the way. This was in uh, Overland. No, wait, sorry, just Kansas. Sorry, it's in Kansas City. I was reading two different stories. So it's in Kansas City is where this happened. So That's just terrible. That is an awful story. She mistook the oven for a baby crib. There's just no way that happened. Zero. She's a murderer. There you go. All right. Smooth transition into the who now on <laughs> Casey. Who? KG95, Josh and a show, Eagles. Um, I was thinking about this earlier when I was doing the sports stuff over on 101. So Taylor Swift was in a suite for the Super Bowl, and that Super Bowl was purchased by Travis Kelsey for his family and her family and everybody to sit in. It was a million dollars. And look, I think we're in this era of female empowerment. I feel like she should have bought that suite, being that she's the richer one. I mean, he's got money, but I don't know that he's got a million bucks to just be thrown around on a suite when she's a billionaire, basically. Right. I don't know. I'm a little put off by it. They could have at least gone in Dutch. What's the uh, bonus for a football player for a Super Bowl win? That I don't know, but I probably... Oh, boy, I don't know. It's a good question. Half a mil, maybe? I don't know. A million? I don't know. I'm not sure. But I, I mean, he's spent got... his whole bonus. Maybe. And then he's going to put in a swimming pool. He's a dope. Well, that's the thing. And look, love conquers all. We get it. But um, I feel as though she should have put the, the bill for the Swiss. She makes more money. Like, whenever they get married, eventually, they're going to start working these things out. Who pays what bills? That's just how relationship works. Like, maybe she'll pay the electric. <laughs> and maybe he'll pay the gas. I don't know. Yeah, he'll pay for all of it. Uh, what a dope. <laughs> like, I mean, dude, like, she's the billionaire here. Like, you you play for the Chiefs. Once, you know, the well runs dry for you in the NFL, you know, I mean, you'll have a nice career doing something, you know, because you've done a good job of making yourself marketable. Now, maybe he can go work at Pfizer. May, maybe he could. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe so. He can go plant the microchips in people. There you go. He can work on the assembly line. <laughs> the microchip <laughs> assembly line. Um, but if they break up, he's out a million bucks. I mean, he's, I mean, look, he's going to be out more than that. He's going to have to deal with the wrath of these lunatic little girlies and middle-aged sad women that are going to attack him on the internet all day. Because eventually he's going to get tired of olive oil and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my man's going to go out and go back to his brown sugar that he once used to enjoy. <laughs> and when that happens... I don't... I, look, I, I feel I can't bad wait for, him. for these songs. I mean, I'm going to feel bad for him. The songs are going to be ridiculous. These people are going to attack him online. But he brought it on himself for being a dope, so whatever. But it might be Alanis Moore's set level. Oh, yeah, this, this could be this could be the one. Because this is a very serious relationship. They're openly... They're necking in public and stuff. So this is legit. This is... You, you feel it? You've gotten confirmation? Well, that's, I mean, I've seen that. I mean, look, I've, I've never seen her really make out with these other guys and, uh, at the Super Bowl, but they did. They did. They smooched. They did. They get a little kissy, kissy, smoochy, smoochy. So all I'm going to say is if if they break up, brother, you're, gonna, you're in for a whole mess of trouble. Because the one thing I've learned about these Taylor Swift people is um, they're lunatics.
They're crazy. They are crazy people. <laughs> they are nuts. So, oh, peace I also, and love. Kill them. Speaking of, I enjoyed this uh, commercial that aired during the Super Bowl last night of like a dad and a daughter sitting together on the couch and bonding over Taylor Swift, you know, and like the idea that because Taylor Swift is at football games and daughters are now paying more attention to it, which I think is a flawed premise on its own. There are tons of women and girls that like football and didn't need Taylor Swift to have them like football. But the idea, like, how bad of a parent were some of these dudes if they were just ignoring their kids until they started watching football with them? Like, are you just a crappy dad? <laughs> like, is that what this is? Like, yeah, I just told my daughter to F off, but then she started watching football with me, and now I love her. We got something in common. I love my daughter now. I didn't. <laughs> I love my dad, King Son. I don't love my I Listen, I'll be honest. I hated that we had her. But, uh, but now... Uh, <laughs> oh, God. But now that we're watching football together, look, I, I claim her as mine. I said she's mine. Now, she better not try to get me to go watch her play soccer or something like that, but I do love her. <laughs> I'll tell you who else annoys me. Girl dads. Not pe- not just dads that have daughters. I mean, you have daughters. Say, you, I, I, me. I'm annoyed by people who brag about being a girl dad. Like, it's like some great accomplishment that you're not a deadbeat dad despite the fact you have daughters. Is it, like, expected if you have daughters, you're just supposed to be a jerk? And if you're not, you get to pat yourself on the back and be like, hey, I take care of my kids. Like, good for you. You're supposed to, you jamoke. But hashtag girl, kids. hashtag girl dad. Hashtag girl dad. Screw off. I adopted a dog. I'm better than you. You know why? Because that dog was going to be incinerated. But I saved him. You know what you did? You just got the luck of the draw. 50-50 shot, and out came a girl. And so you no, take you're him not to the chiropractor. Yes, I take my dog to the chiropractor. I pay exorbitant amounts of money for his medications. You might be a little bit of a lunatic when it comes to No, I'm to not. That. That, is how, that is how real dog people treat their dogs. <laughs> I'm normal. What's not normal is patting yourself on the back because you're not a deadbeat dad. Like, like I don't get this. Hashtag girl dad. Hashtag girl dad. Good for you. You have a daughter. Treat her well. Like, I don't understand this whole world. It's so stupid. Hey, I'm a girl dad, just like Kobe Bryant. Me and Kobe, we're hashtag girl dads. Good for you. <laughs> I'm sorry this upsets you. It does. It just annoys me like you wouldn't believe. Like, why did, are you better than boy dads? Like, do, like if one of a guy has four sons, is he a POS? Like, sorry, you have sons. You suck. Probably. probably You're a horrible dad because you have sons. Because your wife crapped out four boys and now you're horrible. (laughs) Like all these people, like these dads patting themselves on the back for treating their daughters well is fascinating me. It's like you shouldn't have been a deadbeat dad to begin with, you losers. Anyway, I adopted a dog. I'm better than you. (laughs) Well, I got that cleared up. No, it's a fact. (laughs) It is a fact. Like, you have a child. I saved a life from being killed. I think that makes me better than you. Hashtag girl dads. I'm better than you. Look, it's okay every now and then. If you can pat yourselves on the back because the DNA fairy brought you a daughter once, and now you get, ah, I'm a good dad. I acknowledge my daughter. Well, then I acknowledge that I'm a great dog dad, and I saved my dog from being killed. Do you really think it's like acknowledging their daughter, though, by saying girl dad? Or yes. they're just saying that they're... Because girls are different than They are. Boys. But, like, whether you're a boy or a girl, still, you're supposed to it's treat your kid. kids well. Like, it's like... you. It get, could just be hashtag dad. Well, you don't get... Yeah. You don't get bonus points because, oh, by the way, I have a daughter and I'm not a dick to her. Like, it's your kid. Treat your kid well, whether it's a boy or a girl. You don't get any bonus points for that. 
I let my dog sleep in the bed with us. I'm better than you. <laughs> in all fairness, you probably don't want your daughter sleeping in the bed with you. That'd be weird. Yeah. But I don't have a daughter. So <laughs> You also shower with beers and I've you also, bathe with your dog. I bathe with my dog. Now, fully see, nude. You can't do that either. Fully That's nude. Weird. Yeah. Well, fully nude. Fully nude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> totally nude. Uh, That's so. not right. Look, my dog doesn't mind. At least put swim trunks on. No, that's stupid. It's that's my dog. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put on. Not gonna put I mean, on, I get it. It's your dog. I'm I not gonna it. put on swimming trunks to take a bath with my dog. We well, well, should. Together. I'm not. Does he put on swimming trunks for our bath? <laughs> Tell me that. Riddle me this. Riddle me this, Scott. Does my dog have to put on swim trunks for us to take a bath together? Did you at least put a life jacket on him? Oh no, he doesn't. He's uncomfortable. <laughs> he's uncomfortable. Too. We've tried putting him in life jackets for different things. He hates it. How deep's your tub? Uh, yeah. Foot? Is it a good deep? Is yeah, it good I mean, well, deep it depends well. on if he wants to like really soak that day, or if this is just a quick little rinse. <laughs> if he wants to soak, I fill it up and I turn the jets on and let him go. <laughs> I put him in a little floaty in there like, and just let him like sw swim around. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> the dog's clean though. I mean, oh, I mean immaculate. So you're gonna put dog dad in? Can I tag? No, because I'm not a dick. I'm not going to sit there and brag about it. Although I have more grounds to brag than dog uh, than girl dads do because I willfully made a decision to save a life. I willfully made a decision to have children. <laughs> Scott said, I left it in long enough, so now I have children. I made a choice. <laughs> I heard you got to be real deep for girls. And and what we did is uh, we, we had a thing. It was a, it was a rhythm method. And now, and now we had a girl. That's how Two it works. of them. Two of them. That's how it works. Anyway. <laughs> you can text 314-514-5809. If you're a girl dad. Yeah. Hashtag girl dad. Um, all right, traffic. Two lanes closed due to crash 70 eastbound at Florissant Avenue. That's the only update. That's brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store. Work Western hiking biker like and fashion. You can't brag about things that are out of your control. Like, if you adopted a daughter, then I'd say you can brag about it because you made a choice. I think the most selfless thing you can do is adopt a kid. I mean, that's awesome. Those kids are like, they get thrown around the system all the time. You adopt, that's a good job on you. But like, you had sex and you made a baby. You had no control over what that baby was going to be. So you don't get to brag about it. That's all. I'm done now, I swear. Okay. I've, I've, I've gone too far now. I've gone too long. Chuck's Boots is in Fenton St. Peter's. <laughs> Chuck'sBoots.com. Uh, Casey Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service. Heating, cooling, and installation. Triple the heat and save 10, 15, or even 20% off a new furnace. Details in a free estimate. Visit AirComfortService.com. 32 for the low. 54 for the high tomorrow. Sunny. Beautiful. Slightly chilly. But it's 46 degrees now. Casey. Oh, no one's there, darn. People were calling, now they're not. People are going after me on the text here, telling me to shut up. You shut up. Hashtag dog dad. Hashtag I bathe with my dog. Hashtag I saved a life. What did you do? Hashtag I got to go to commercial because I'm out of bed here. So, <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. All right. Josh and the show. Josh and Scott. Glad you're with us. It's National Poop Day. Oh, how about that? Fart day last week, poop day this week. Yeah, I guess that's the order it goes. Yeah. <laughs> so here's some stats about pooping. Oh, that's fantastic. 46% yeah. of Americans will only poop with other people around if it's an emergency. I would have thought more. Like, you have no qualms with, you know, inner office pooping. 
or in office pooping. Inner office pooping makes it man, sound if you like you gotta poop. You gotta poop. I you get that, but that's I, not good. I will. I do as much as I can, man, because I do not like to poop in public. I'm have you ever pooped here? Yeah, okay. I have. But I mean, it's. You didn't tell me. It was truly an emergency. <laughs> you didn't share it with I me? I think I probably talked about it on the air. I think we did. I think yeah. I read it. It was that day your stomach was... You, yeah, you I was had the bubble shape. guts going yeah, I was in bad shape. <laughs> 63% of Americans admit to holding off on pooping around a date or a significant other. 46% of Americans avoid dairy products around their significant other just to minimize the chances of uh, needing to poop around them. 48% of Americans avoid eating spicy foods around a significant other to prevent pooping. Well, that's the reason why you have a significant other, because at some point you're just not uncomfortable pooping around each other anymore. That's love. I guarantee you, Travis and, uh, and old Taylor not pooped around each other yet. And that means it's not real love yet. They'll find real love. You don't whenever. think she's farted in front of him? Nope. I think when, when they do, that that's then we'll know it's real. If he sticks around, then... <laughs> Like, I mean, if she's out there, if she sits on the commode, like last night after they partied, if they went back to the hotel and she sat on the commode, like with the door open, that's love, man. That's real love. I got what you call um, a straight pipe. Okay. So, like, it doesn't take long. Like, if I eat a big meal, like, hey, it it's, just goes. it's time to go. Like, and what are you going to do? I'm not going to go in my pants. 44% of people say they fold the toilet paper into squares before wiping. That seems that's that's dumb. What do you mean? Well, I mean, you, I mean like to fold it, like who's it? just you just you just use it. It's already basically folded when you pull it off, right? Like no, you got to fold, you got to make at least a couple layers. Yeah. You got to get a layer so okay. you don't, you know, you don't want your finger breaking through and getting a little How does coach know when he's done wiping? I don't know. We've talked about I that. I know. Hmm. He must be having a good day today because he probably the smells one. it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. He's got to have a heightened sense of smell, obviously. You would know. Yeah. I mean, you. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> like, if you got some stuff straggling, I mean, you kind of you, know. you stand up, and you go, yeah, maybe I didn't get all that. Yeah. Yeah. Big day for we, him. Though. We get to look at it, which is even grosser to think. Yeah, I know. Hey, check that out. I'm done. Coach wins. My favorite is when you go and you wipe, and it's nothing. Yeah, it's clean. immaculate. Yeah, just a clean they like call a dog. That, we call that the immaculate wipe. <laughs> the immaculate wipe. No, actually, it wouldn't be the immaculate wipe. It would be the immaculate poop. Why because, didn't... like, I mean, it's just like right God, out. God should have made them work like they do for dogs. I, I know. Dogs don't wipe, and they don't really. I mean, you know, no, they're fine. I mean, they just lick where that was, and then kiss me on the face. <laughs> ah, you brought they it up. They can't really lick their buttholes. So. Oh. Can they? I think they can. Thirty-one <laughs> percent of people say they usually use five to eight squares of toilet paper after pooping. Oh, at least. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> My dad would say three squares. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, like, this this is in Vietnam, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> we would always laugh at it. Three squares is all you need. Alabama, sir. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's so stupid. Yeah, good uh, but anyway, uh, but what's really changed the game is like dude wipes and stuff. That oh, yeah. changes the game. And, yeah. Or your bidet. Yeah, the bidet. You live the high life. I still got to run that damn outlet. <laughs> Marla's been on me because that extension cord across the bathroom. Not... <laughs> you still haven't done it? No, I need to drink. Oh, God, that seems to be a hazard. I know. <laughs> I know it is. What are you going to do? Uh, use the bidet. <laughs>
by all <laughs> means necessary. Uh, anyway. All right. So, do some traffic. Got people are texting 314-514-5809. A lot of people say I'm too negative and they don't like me because I'm too negative. But this, I that's just the stuff I talk about. I talk about stuff that grinds my gears. I don't know what to tell you. It is what I it try is. to be in a good mood. Marty said I'm boring. <laughs> then I'm in a bad mood, and all these people bitch. There's no winning with you people. I love you, but there's no winning with you. You're 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 incorrigible. <laughs> well, let's give him trap. All right. Uh, one lane closed due to crash. Uh, 70 eastbound at 170, and we have a two lanes closed due to debris on the road. 44 westbound at Murdoch Avenue. That's Casey Travis brought to you by Chuck's Boots, your locally owned boot store. Work Western hiking, biker, and fashion fit in St. Peter's, Chuck'sBoots.com. KC Weather brought to you by Air Comfort Service, heating, cooling, and insulation. Triple the heat and save 10, 15, or even 20% on a new furnace. For details and a free estimate, visit aircomfortservice.com. 32 for the low, 54 for the high tomorrow. Nothing but sunshine. It's currently 46. All right, headline choose for the news. Here are your two options. Headline number one. The craziest stuff pressed into vinyl includes dot, 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 actual poop. So a story about different things that artists or singers have actually pressed into vinyl, wow. which includes poop, among other things. Wow. So there's one headline. The other headline, New Mexico <laughs> man arrested after trying to have his mother-in-law killed on Hitman parody website. Huh. So, do you want to hear that story about the guy trying to have his mother-in-law killed on a Hitman parody website? Or would you like to hear all the weird, gross things that uh, singers have tried to press into vinyl? One of which was poop. I'm going with the vinyl. I thought you would. Alright, you can get your votes in. 314-514-5809. And it's brought to you by Frank Lita, Mitsubishi, every vehicle, 29 bucks down. Yes, Lita.com. Winner of Headline Choose today is the craziest stuff pressed into vinyl includes actual poop. Fantastic. Let's see here. Let me give you some of the... Let's see which band it was that actually put actual poop in there. Uh, here's one. Uh, this is... Back in 2004, the band Raw X or Ray X mixed hemorrhoid-infected diarrhea into the vinyl edition of their album The Opium Den Parts 1 through 4. How do you even think of that? When, who's sitting around going, you know, maybe if we poop in this record, it'll sound more like crap than it already does. Maybe so. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know that, that that's how that worked. I have no idea either. But apparently you can. Uh, let's see. Other examples. Marijuana leaves. That oh, was, I could see that. That was in the sicken side vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it should have been. No, it was uh, used for Dope Smoker by the stoner band Sleep. Never heard of them. Me neither. Maybe that's why we've never heard of any of these people, because they're trying really outrageous things like pooping on vinyl to make people uh, see what they are. Well, we got a popular one in there. Uh, Fallout Boy. They, uh, The members of Fallout Boy squeezed real tears... Uh, for the album So Much Stardust. What songs were on So Much Stardust? I like Fallout Boy. Ashes from a Burned Bible were uh, from uh, the band Hellmouth on the album Gravestone Skylines. Uh, minstrel Blood. That's that's something. Women. Ladies can do stuff now. And you're Alice in Chains it. did Flies. Really? Yeah, see that top one there? It says oh, recent. Oh, yeah. 
jar of flies, and they actually pressed flies into the vinyl. That seems like a PETA issue. That's uh, weird. Blood of Celebrities. The album The Flaming Lips and Hetty Fwens. Was that AD? Hetty Fwens. Hetty Fwens. Contained blood from Nick Cave, Sean Lennon, Kesha, and Chris Martin and others. Huh. People are weird. That is really weird. Like, I, I wouldn't even think to go, what else? You know well, what I thought there was going to be? It was like uh, cremated ashes. Like, I figured maybe that would be something. Yeah. I could see that being the case, too. I mean, the Beatles should put one out and put John Lennon's ashes. There you go. Was he cremated? I mean... I mean, all the Beatles are dead. Sans, but, well, I guess half the Beatles are dead, right? Because Ringo's still alive, right? Or is he dead? No, Ringo's alive. Okay, so it's Ringo and Paul who are still alive. Right. So you'd have George and um, John and old Johnny. G and J. J yeah. and G. So you could do that. So, yeah. You guys never, did really you guys weird. ever release any of your stuff on vinyl? No, we had talked about doing it, like, now. Like, just taking, like, the best of the best and just putting, like, a... You know, because you only fit so many songs on an album. Yeah. And we're not going to print, like... Maybe get yourself a little adorable little 45 there. <laughs> yeah, get a little single, second side, 45. <laughs> Comes get in a little sleeve. Get the little thing, the little ring that goes in the center of it. Get yourself like a little child's little uh, old school record player <laughs> yeah. that you can open up. It's like purple with like a yellow wheel, wheel on the turntable. I love it. Fisher Price, baby. We get you a Fisher Price turntable and play the second side vinyl. You can buy like a little turntable for like 30 bucks at Home yep. Depot, like the little one. It like, looks like a little suitcase. You yeah. Just open it up. There you and go. Then, then you can play the second side uh, 45. Yeah, I, I'd be the only one playing it. <laughs> can you just order one? <laughs> no flies, no poop, just vinyl. <laughs> we'll take one, please. <laughs> one. The crap we're putting in it is music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not real excrement. Just the songs. We're all about the music, man. We're all about it. All right. If you want to get your requests in for Hit the Road, you can. Text 314-514-5809. Sex type. Dang. It's Casey 95